What's up? It's Terrence the God, and you're listening to FPFO presented by the G2S Network. I don't understand why niggas can't just follow directions. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fucking ask for confirmation and shit. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. We got 60 minutes max. I'm already hot as hell, sweating. Uh, I got, you know, I got other shit to take care of. Just, you know, just got off work. It's just a lot going on. Let me make sure this shit get right. Um, listen, this is how I want to start, yo. This is how I want to start. I'm so happy that Baker is fucking gone because I'm sick and tired. I was so sick. Y'all niggas were driving me insane. Y'all Baker fans were so delusional. Look, 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 he's locked in. <laughs> Fuck it, hey, we gon' talk. Fuck it, let that shit rock. Big tip, you want it, you buy it, you get it. Catch on my level. Rose on my level. Headshots, headshots for my enemy. Sick out of my machine, clicking. You know how I kick it. Welcome to FPFO, I'm your host JJ I'm your co-host Terrence the guy, welcome back Another episode, another week Yo, um, If you haven't already, make sure you like, comment, subscribe on YouTube At the G2S Network, tune in there at Rumble Or excuse me, on Rumble, at the G2S Network All DSPs, 4 Panthers fans only IG, 4 Panthers fans only TikTok, 4 Panthers fans only FPFO nigga We got the merch coming soon Matter of fact We gonna hold on, hold on. <laughs> We gonna hold on Hold on Hold on Hold on We gonna hold on Let me let, me let future keep talking We got a fucking Hating ass Bitch ass Cowboy fan this bitch today We got a Hating ass Bitch ass Cowboy fan this bitch today The Steelers fans They a little More tolerable What do you got to say Oh <laughs> Oh boy! They know I'm married to the game. It's that shit. Oh, I really didn't even know what song to open to because initially we was going. I was going to try open to some, you know, Sayonara, bitch ass nigga. I was going to try and you know find (laughs) find something that matched that element or that feel a little bit. But um, like I said, welcome again to FPFO. Um, we were kind of. In between if we were going to record this week or not um, You know, I'm sure if you watch this this podcast or whatever may have you I would assume that you know everything that's been going on with Matt Rule <laughs> We're going to talk about that motherfucker Because <laughs> we're going to talk about Matt Rule um, You know, the whole Dave Tepper We're going to dive into that story a little bit more because, I mean, Dan Snyder already told y'all, if y'all try and make him sell his team, he was going to unleash the clip. And that's what's happening right now. We had we saw Jerry all the way back in 1953. <laughs> when he let the niggas in the schoolhouse. <laughs> you know? And now we get this report. And then there was something. Wasn't there one more thing, too, that happened with an owner or something? I'm just going blank. But either way, I think this is Dan Snyder's doing. I don't believe anybody else would have leaked this information. <laughs> Um, but we're gonna we're gonna dive into this shit a little bit more as well. The, the whole Dave Tepper thing. Um, we'll take a look at I mean just the clusterfuck that that the New Orleans Saints are. Cause I mean, my God, nigga, you you up three you up ten points with three minutes left. Only thing we need you to do as Panthers fans is just fucking cl- seal the deal. That's the only thing we want. And then we'll go back to hating y'all just like y'all hate us. But no. Y'all had to fucking get dicked. 
<laughs> so now, you know, the Carolina Panthers are what, two and a half games back or two games back, whatever it may have. We're going to dive into all of it. Um, and we'll just start with, you know, the unfortunate release of Baker Mayfield. What would you like to say? <laughs> what would you like to say? <clears throat> um, I think it was something that, it, I mean, it needed to happen. I, I was telling JJ he had no other purpose on the team. Like, we, I guess Sam is our starter going forward. I don't hate it. I mean, he's not the future, but I don't hate it. And then we had P.J. Walker. We we know how he's played throughout the season. And then we had Matt Corral, the guy that we drafted. Um, what round did we draft him in? Third, I believe. Third, maybe. third round. But, I mean, we drafted him in hopes of that – he will be our starting quarterback sometime soon. So, I mean, when you have those guys on the roster, then and you bought Baker in in the offseason, and given how shit he's played thus far, it's no reason to keep him on the roster. So it's like, I mean, it, it was really no, really no other other way to go about it. And so he's been released. Um, I know JJ was very happy about that. I was very happy about that. Um, I'm sure a lot of the Panthers fans was very happy about that. Uh, no matter if he said he wanted to go, if he didn't want to go, but hey, like we say, beat the fucking traffic, get the fuck out of Carolina, and Pretty that's much. what happened. And so, but hey, he he's found him a home in L.A. Seems like so. Yeah, I mean, it was just reported a couple of hours ago that <clears throat> the Los Angeles Rams did sign Baker Mayfield. I did not see the details of the deal, um, but you know they just placed Matthew Stafford on IR what last week. Yep. Um, you know, so it's fitting. They had a higher a higher waiver priority than, you know, the San Francisco 49ers, who we saw lost Jimmy Garoppolo this past week um, against the Miami Dolphins. So, you know, it makes sense. It makes sense for the Los Angeles Rams to, you know, try and keep their playoff hopes alive to a certain degree. But, you know, trying to trying to prevent a division foe from, from obtaining an asset like Baker Mayfield. Now, based on what we've seen, <laughs> the first five or six weeks of this season, it's not like Baker Mayfield is going to be adding much to to any roster he goes to, in my opinion. But you know, you have a lot of people out there that feel different. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll just see. I mean, their line is dog shit. Also, I mean, I wouldn't say also right. because Don't our line is also. good, but their line is dog shit, and we've seen the the type of pressure and the type of sacks that Baker created under our offensive line and how. We are new and improved this year. One of the top offensive lines in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus, not according to me and JJ, but according to Pro Football Focus. Um, and so if he's created that kind of pressure under our line, like what the fuck do they think he's going to bring to uh, Los Angeles with that offensive line that they put on the field week in and week out? So, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I wouldn't say really interesting to see. I mean, it's going to be a shit show, in my opinion, but... I mean, hey, they don't have anything else, so it's like... And then I heard that the 49ers didn't want him. According to Kyle Shanahan, it was like, uh, we feel pretty happy with the guy that they have. I don't, I forgot his name. Purdy? Yeah. Bryce Purdy or yeah. something like that? So he said yeah. that they felt pretty confident <clears throat> in his ability to um, keep the team's playoff hopes alive and that he liked Baker, but, I mean, he didn't really see him bringing him onto his team. So, yeah. I mean, I guess the Rams was really the only place he could go, in my opinion. Um, for me, you know, I said last week that we weren't going to speak about Baker Mayfield ever again on this podcast. Um, you know, <laughs> <clears throat> the reality of it is 
is that, like I said last week, I'll reemphasize what I was saying, um, just in case you didn't get a chance to, you know, to tune in. But like I was saying last week, we have two quarterbacks rostered already that have proven that they have the ability to move the football, to manage their turnovers, and to score points at a higher efficiency than Baker Mayfield is able to do. Right? So, unfortunately, there was no other move because, like I told y'all, when P.J. Walker comes back, he should be the starter, in my opinion. And if he's not just because of how Sam played two weeks ago or, you know, last week, whatever you want to call it, he needs to be the backup. It's just that simple. I mean, he won more games than Baker. He protected the football better than Baker. He took less sacks than Baker. Every, I mean, he just outperformed Baker Mayfield in a shorter amount of time, and it was just abundantly clear that he just was not going to, you know, overtake uh, or that Baker was not going to overtake P.J. Walker on the depth chart under, under Steve Wilkes. It's just that simple. And then when you take into account that Sam Darnold comes in and wins a big-time game last week, Though it was against the Denver Broncos, we understand that, but in that same breath, kept hopes alive as it pertains to playoffs. There, there's just really nothing to do in our hands at the end of the day. Our hands were tied. I think that the Carolina Panthers organization did Baker a huge service in allowing him to walk when they did. Like we stated earlier, Matthew Stafford was just placed on IR not too long ago. Jimmy Galop- uh, Garoppolo, excuse me got injured against the Miami Dolphins this past Sunday. So it was, you know, there were numerous opportunities and places for Baker to go. And, you know, I it, <clears throat> I don't want any, I don't want people to kind of confuse because I know when we're on this podcast and things of that nature and when we're heated after a loss or whatever may have you, I know a lot of the things that we say are extremely emotional. I don't want people to think that um, I hate Baker Mayfield. I'm sure I've said that numerous times on this podcast. <laughs> and it's probably going to sound crazy that I'm saying that I don't. But I don't want y'all to think that I hate Baker Mayfield as a person or whatever may have you. Uh, I think that when he came into this locker room, a lot of people, a lot of outside, you know, chatters had a lot to say regarding the kind of teammate Baker Mayfield was, the kind of player he was, et cetera, et cetera. And though he did not prove, you know, the naysayers wrong on the field, if you take a look at the locker room and, and, and the interviews that occurred in the locker room after Baker Mayfield left, it seems like he had a relatively positive, you know, uh, a, relati- a relatively positive um, impact on the locker room. Like I said, we understand the performance wasn't there. We understand Baker Mayfield is not, you know, what he used to be. But in that same breath, the whole cancer, that whole ideology of Baker is this and that as far as a teammate and in the locker room should die because there was nothing at any point in time this season that said otherwise as it pertains to the Panthers. So on that front, I'm happy for him. Um, and, and as far as the Carolina Panthers go, you know, in all actuality, it's just another failed Matt Rule experiment. Really. I mean, that was, first it was Sam Darnold. Then you come in, you bring Baker in for a bullshit quarterback competition that nobody really believed in. I mean, what the fuck are they competing for? <laughs> Sam Darnold looked like shit last year, and Baker looked like shit last year. So, you you know, you just pick the two, uh, the, the, the one that's the less terrible, I guess, so to speak. But you brought him in, he was ass, he got you fired, and now he's gone, out the door with you. Um, 
So that's my whole take on, on Baker Mayfield. I, I wish him nothing but great health. I won't say I wish him success because I, I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care about the Rams. I don't care about Baker Mayfield enough to hope he's successful. But I think that I think that Baker is a good guy. He's just not a, a, a he's just not a great NFL quarterback. And, it's just, and you know that's all I really have to say as it pertains to that. I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah, I, I don't hate the guy, but I mean, he's just not what his fans say say he is. Yeah, and so for sure. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all look. Uh, I mean, if I was a Baker fan, I look pretty stupid right now the way I, I hyped him up, but. I mean, shit, it is what it is. I mean, and he, to be he's just honest, not that. To be honest, not to cut you off, I think that's why I'm glad Baker is gone the most. Because now fans. we don't have to deal with his fucking fans anymore. I agree. And, and like I said, I think week one or week two, I think I came on here and said that, or maybe I said it on, on the comments, in the Instagram comments or something. I know I stated at one point that there were Cleveland Browns fans that tried to warn me personally on numerous platforms about the fan base that Baker had and how delusional they were and how crazy they were going to drive me. And I must say, I did not believe it, but <laughs> my God, did they, did they prove me wrong throughout the season? And it was just so, like, it was getting to a point where it was unbearable. And I think that's what drove me to, to spazzing last week about not talking about him again was because I'm just so sick and tired on Twitter, Instagram. Facebook, TikTok, everywhere I fucking turn, it's a Baker <laughs> fan trying to defend his bullshit and his inability to play quarterback on a professional level. Yeah, now I, I would say he has one of the craziest fan bases. They even see them travel to games. Like we went to that Carolina game and Crazy. it was like fans out there wearing Baker, Crazy. Oklahoma jerseys. I was like, bro, there's no way y'all like this nigga that fucking much for him to be that fucking ass. It's really crazy. It's crazy. So I, I, I was like, dang. I mean, they love him. Yeah, respect to his fan base. I mean, but the nigga is ass. So I mean, <laughs> honestly, um, let's move on. Like I said, we're not gonna spend too much time today. We do have a couple of topics to get through uh, that I want to hit on. Another, <clears throat> another uh, uh, kind of newsworthy story that occurred last week. Um. Well, and, and, and you almost have to apologize to me. <laughs> honestly, honestly, because I, I remember, Tavian, this shit is not funny, bro. It, it is only because of the way I said it, bro. But I remember probably about a month or a month and a half ago, after Matt Rule got fired, and, and, and just randomly he just starts popping up on different <laughs> Networks, everybody's giving him a platform. And I remember coming in here saying, I don't understand what the fuck he has to offer as far as, you know, his insight on the game. I don't know why he's getting a platform. And, you know, Terrence sitting over here being all jolly and shit, <laughs> being the nice guy that he is. Uh, I really don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with it. And I said, Terrence, there's something wrong with it because it's like trash-ass coaches, specifically coaches that are from the mountains of caucus if you catch my drift <laughs> always get the opportunity to land on their feet and then you have a nigga for lack of better terms <laughs> like Brian Flores who has to scrap you know fight tooth and nail to even get an opportunity to, to, to find a coordinator job that's where my whole argument or my whole stance was lying upon right so why you have to apologize to me is because you didn't see anything wrong with it. 
But now this nigga is trying to throw smut on the organization's name. <laughs> so, so, do you have anything to say? <laughs> do you need to apologize? Do you need to say that you were wrong? Anything, or are you just g- gonna go with it? I and, mean, well, first off, I mean, I'm not apologizing. I <laughs> go ahead and say that. But I, I mean, it's because it's like, I mean, if if somebody gets fired and like, obviously, I disagree with this, but yeah, he feels like didn't work. he was treated uh, unfairly. Um, Cause I think he was saying like he, like it wasn't his guys or some other bullshit like that. So apparently he thought he was being treated unfairly. But I mean, I just feel like I mean the nigga could get to speak out against what he felt, regardless of listen, what what we think about it. Like <laughs> Matt Rule is a manipulator. He's a liar. He 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 takes advantage of people and opportunities and steps on anybody. And will throw anybody on the under the bus. And he's a horrible fucking football coach. Matt Rule isn't shit. So I don't want to. I no, I don't want you to have a platform to spew your lies, bro. I don't. I, I mean, I I agree that like he might be a shit football coach, but I mean, like I feel like if the media asked the nigga questions, like he should have the opportunity to fucking respond, dude. Is yeah, he supposed he to just should, sit no, there and be like, he you know to I mean? respond with truthful answers, <laughs> not with saying shit like, ultimately, I didn't have the decision, the, the the final decision on draft night. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, I, it's bullshit. I, so we're just gonna listen to a couple of clips. Of this nigga just lying and attempting to manipulate the media and, and, and his cult the followers. Because it's just embarrassing. One thing it's embarrassing. You, one they put a, they, he came out and said he had no final say on who we drafted. Ultimately, it was a group decision. Trying to make this shit sound like a group project. When in all actuality, Matt Rule had the keys to the whip. He did. No matter what one, nobody wants to say, Ter- uh, Tavia is sitting back here shaking his head. What do you have to say? Huh? Exactly. Is that, and, and, but this is the thing. I've been trying to tell people that. T- uh, Tavian just said off mic, he had no backbone. And that was the issue. And that came from something that I said. He's, he, 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 he never had control over uh, the locker room, anything. But when you come out and lie and say, you didn't have the decision on the final, you know, you didn't have a say or it wasn't ultimately your decision on who we drafted. When you come out and say that you never threw anybody under the bus, when we saw it numerous times with Cam Newton, we saw it numerous times with Teddy Bridgewater, we saw it numerous times with the receivers when you brought Baker Mayfield in, a scrub that could no longer throw the football. We saw it numerous times, so that's why I get so heated and why I say, yeah, you need to apologize to me because now this nigga is just fucking lying through his teeth. And we see it clear as day because Nebraska has lost about eight commits <laughs> from, the, from the upcoming class, from the upcoming recruiting class. So these niggas ain't, but they just ain't buying his bullshit neither. So no, I don't understand why they gave him a platform. I don't know why y'all want to talk to this nigga. <laughs> I what mean, does he have to say? I mean, they they had to talk to him because they gave him a job. But I, what I'm saying is, is like even through all that bullshit, look at the good that comes out of it. This is what you can take from it. Regardless of he said he didn't have the keys on draft night, he didn't make the decision. I mean, we sat here and agreed that, like, with the uh, conception that Matt Rule was making the decisions on draft night, we was like the one thing we can take from him as a coach that he knew how to fucking draft and he can recruit. 
And so, I mean, if he didn't have no say-so in that, I mean, I'm happy that the motherfuckers that did have a say-so in it is still in the fucking organization. Do you believe Do you believe that he had... had <laughs> I mean... I'm going to ask both of y'all the same question. Do you believe, yes or no, that he had 100% um, power or control over the people that we drafted? Matter of fact, I won't even say 100 because that's just... That's preposterous. Do you believe the the, the percentage... Was split 85 Matt Rule and 15 everybody else, yes or no, when it came to drafting. Okay, and I don't want to offend nobody when I say this, but the the reason I would say yes is because, like, it personally, me, if I'm a coach going into a situation, I'm going to have control over who I want to play, who I want to draft for my team. Okay. Like, I'm going to have that control. If I don't, then I'm just a bitch. Do you believe that he had 85 15 control, yes or no? Okay, cool. So we everybody in this room <laughs> believes that he had absolute control over what was happening on draft night. So why the fuck are you opening <laughs> your mouth and saying that you did? Why are you coming out saying the Panthers never gave you a fair shot? It, matter of fact, it, I have one of the clips right here. I don't even know which one this is, but I know it's going to be bullshit. But I, I just, you all you got to do is just go search Matt Rule's name on Twitter. Click on videos and all of the bullshit lies that he's been spewing the past two weeks will pop up for you. And you go listen to it and look at it for yourself. But it, I, I mean, the it's NFL crazy. As a head coach and in the same vein, if you could do it all over again, what would be the one thing you would change looking back on it as obviously it didn't work out with Super Bowl victories or anything like that? I, I, I think I probably would just probably just, you know, uh, probably taking another job. You know, I mean, I think I. Now, see, and, and, this the, and, and, and this is the shit that be blowing me, bro. This is the shit that be, t you remember how I talked about earlier this season about niggas triggering me uh, uh, when they started dismissing us as fans and shit like that? This, this is one of those things that triggers me when it comes to football and when it comes to the Panthers specifically. Why the fuck are you lying? <laughs> if you could have, he said, he asked him, Tavian, because I know you can't hear, but I want you to be a part of this shit too. Because I, I I just need you to understand where I'm coming from. Because Terrence acting like he don't want to apologize. <laughs> so cool. The nigga asked him, right? Bro asked him, who, what's this nigga's name? <laughs> Peter Schrager. Peter Schrager asked this nigga, if you could change one thing, he said, now nah, I know everything didn't work out. With Super Bowl wins and things of that nature. And really, he should have said, with wins in fucking general. Because <laughs> a bitch only won 13, what, 12, 13 games when he was here? Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> now, he asked this nigga, Tavian, yeah. if you could have changed one thing, what would it be? Do you know what this nigga's response was? With, with no hesitation. You know the nigga stutters a little bit. So, <laughs> you know, we, we, get, we shoot him that bell. But do you know what his response was? The nigga said, if I had to pick just one thing, I would have taken another job. Motherfucker, I wish you would have, but I don't think no damn body. That, that's what, that's and what the I was coaching, say, like, That's what I'm saying. Everybody <laughs> tries to act like the pool was oh so deep for Matt Rule. I want to say he had one other offer from another garbage-ass team, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't even want to go back, but he had one other offer, bro. He had one other offer on the table. And the fact that he came out of his mouth after assigning a what? What was the deal that we gave him? Six or seven years? I think it was seven years. Seven years for like $60 million. The fact that he came out of his mouth and said he would have taken another job is just a fucking slap in the face.
A seven year, sixty two million. I'm, I, I, I mean, just, but this is like I said. This is one of the things that pisses me off, bro. Is because nobody respects his team and this organization. That's why I feel so strongly about Steve Wilkes being our guy, because Steve Wilkes is from Charlotte. Steve Wilkes has played football in North Carolina. He grew up as a Carolina Panther. Well, didn't grow up because we got established in '95 or whatever may have you. But once the once the Carolina Panthers became an organization, he became a Carolina Panthers fan. He knows about Carolinas and how serious our fan base is about our football team, though it's not one, you know, in in stature like a, a Dallas Cowboy or a Pittsburgh Steelers fan base. But nonetheless, we care about our football team. He knows that. So that's why I feel so strongly about Steve <laughs> Wilkes being our guy. And the fact that Matt Rule just comes out and, and, and with the utmost level of disrespect and says if he had to change one thing, it would have been the fact that he would have taken another job. I mean, that shit is just a, a, a spit in, in everybody's face. Literally. And I've had a lot of discussions about this and, and, and a lot of talks that have gone off, off, you know, off camera and things of that nature. But Matt Rule, and this isn't a threat. This is just facts based on shit that I've heard. Niggas want to touch you. So, <laughs> think about it is, you come to Charlotte and you think that you can move however you want to move, et cetera, et cetera. Nigga, stay your ass in middle America. Because if you come back to the foe, I mean, ain't no guarantee that you're going to return home safe. And, and, and that's JJ's opinion. Don't, don't, you know, don't, 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 uh, don't tie that shit to Terrence. Don't tie that shit to the G2S network. Don't tie that shit to nope, nothing else, nobody else but JJ. Yep, I'm just telling the nigga, I'm just telling the nigga, listen to me. If you come to Charlotte, it, it, it's no real guarantee that you make it home safe back to Nebraska. <laughs> so keep it like that. And really, if we had more time and if I was feeling, you know, like ranting like I usually do, then I would just continue to let this audio play. And then I would go to the next clip where he said that he doesn't throw niggas under the bus. Or I would go to the next clip where he lied and said that the, the coaching staff or whatever may have you that he put around him with experienced NFL coaches wasn't his decision or he didn't click with him. Another lie because... If I'm not mistaken, at the beginning of the season, the nigga said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this coaching staff. All guys that I trust and that have the same uh, ideology on the game as me. So it's just lie after lie after lie. And with that being said, I think that you deserve me. You deserve to give me an apology. I think I deserve an apology from you. No, I, I, I think we're... We're on two different situations. Like, I feel like the nigga can ha should have a platform where he can speak. I mean, regardless if it's lies, because I don't agree with, like, half of the stuff he's saying. Like, obviously, I feel like, I mean, he has some ties with the coaching staff if, what, two or three of the people left with him to go to Nebraska? So, I mean. Niggas that don't make no decisions. <laughs> uh, assistant D-line coach and, 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 and uh, assistant what? Cornerback coach or something, niggas that don't got no pull for real. Yeah, I mean, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he had some say in 
in the coaching staff, like he's saying there was guys that he didn't click with or things like that. I, I mean, I, I don't like, I agree that I think most of the stuff that he said was lies, but I mean, I just feel like he has the platform to say those things. Like, I mean, even if they're lies, but I've seen that like even Nebraska fans don't even buy into it because I was looking at some comments on Twitter and it was like, I mean, like we can tell now, like, you don't take any blame for yourself. Like you're deflecting blame on the other people. And it was like you yeah, like there was like you don't take any of that accountability and that's something that we don't need in Nebraska. So I mean yeah, it, it's fans in Nebraska that don't fuck with him. But I mean like they asked him a question. I, I expected him to bash us. Like, I mean Why? I mean because he Bitch, just nigga, we made you rich. But he's sorry as fuck. And that's what a sorry ass coach is gonna do. When they don't produce to the contract that they got paid, because I just seen that like I, I was just doing some research that like a lot of NFL owners hated that shit, like hated that type of contract he got because he's never coached an NFL team before. Yeah. So I mean, why would your boy? Who? Huh. You know who? I, I, I have y'all's owner. Oh, no. that's, that's, that, who, that's who you that's need. Your boy. That's who you need to be blamed. <laughs> but man, you know how I feel about that nigga. Yeah, I and mean, I'm not gonna speak too crazy because nigga told me I need to chill on Dave. Too. <laughs> Everybody always telling me JJ need to chill. I don't think I need to chill. I need to tell niggas how it is. Dave Tepper <laughs> is a bullshit owner. Yeah, he don't give a fuck about the Carolina Panthers. Niggas understand that. Niggas know that. I was in the Twitter spaces. When when his whole Matt Rule shit went you know went sideways, that's where you know allegedly because I don't want to throw anybody on the bus under the bus. <laughs> I won't even say what spaces it was. Allegedly, that's where I heard Matt Rule won't safe in the foe. <laughs> allegedly, and when I said the shit that I said about David Tepper in the spaces that I always say on this podcast, everybody was in agreement with it. The nigga don't care about the Carolina Panthers. The only thing he gives a fuck about is money. And, and on some night, Charlotte FC. <laughs> That's it. I mean, shit, it ain't like I'm saying nothing that niggas don't already know. I'm just saying the shit that niggas is scared to say. Because they don't want to, they don't want to, I, I, I don't know. Fuck them, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope this whole story that we're about to dive into a little bit, I hope this shit blows way out of proportion and he's forced to sell, uh, sell the team. I hope it's another Jerry Richardson situation. I hope he was never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Go ahead and close up with what you gotta say about Matt Rule, bro. Cause I, 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 I'm done with that fuck nigga. I mean, I don't want to hear the nigga. I don't want to hear that bitch nigga name no more neither. Him and Baker Mayfield, fuck him. Simple as that. Fuck him. What would you like to say? I, I mean, his tenure here as a head coach was like, obviously he didn't produce any winning results. So I mean, like. I don't have no sympathy for the guy. The bitch should have been fired two seasons ago. Exactly. So, I mean, like, we really... I, I, I don't know what Dave Tepper was thinking giving him that contract like that. Like, he really gave him a crazy-ass contract for him to come to college. And another thing I was going to comment on, he was like, he would have took a job elsewhere. And Octavian mentioned it. Like, I don't even know who the fuck else was offering him a job. Like, I really don't. I, I, like, I mean, I what, don't neither, bro. What options did he have? But it's like, I mean... Either way you look at it, Matt Rule's gone, Baker's gone. I mean, both of them were shit for the organization. So I mean, it, it, it's no way but up now. One thing that I, what I'm, one thing I'm thankful for that Baker Mayfield did was get Matt Rule fired. 
That's the only positive, the only good thing <laughs> that came out of the whole Baker Mayfield experiment was that he got Matt Rule fired. Yep. And he's so damn dumb, he went and got himself fired, so. <laughs> I, mean, and I don't know how you can fuck that one up. I don't know how you can fuck that one up. You're Baker Mayfield, and you can't outperform Sam Darnold nor PJ Walker. And the injured Matt Corral. A, 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 a nigga that got popping because he, he went fed in the fucking XFL. I mean, damn. How ass out can you? Matter of fact, let me chill out, bro. Cause, eh. But if I see. No, ma. I, 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 JJ will put hands and feet on Matt Rule if I see him ever again in North Carolina. <laughs> put, it <like> <laughs> put it like that. I don't really care what nobody has to say. Like, niggas can say that's a threat. Niggas can say that was planned, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, but I, I, why the fuck are you speaking on our team? So you were the source. No, I'm not the source of shit. I'm not the source of shit. I'm not the source of shit. I'm just telling you my personal stance. And like I said, I heard in the spaces, not only from me, but from a couple other Panthers fans or Panthers affiliates that he not safe. Fuck you want me to do? I mean, I ain't record the spaces and the nigga don't pay me to protect them. I'm just trying to get a nigga a heads up. Stay in Nebraska, nigga. You got all this shit to say about North Carolina and the Carolina Panthers. Don't come back here no more. And if you do, it's going to, you know, whatever happens, happens. And that ain't no threat. That ain't shit. But I'm just telling you, if I see the nigga, I, I, I want my 30s. And that's all tied to J.J., not four Panthers yeah. fans only, not Terrence 10, 27. Jeremy Turner, yes, nigga. At the myth of JJ, at the life of JJ, at all of that shit, nigga. It's all tied to JJ. Nothing else. It's me. I'm telling you. If I see the nigga, it's up. It's up. Because I don't <laughs> like when niggas try to hoe us, bro. I don't like when niggas try to hoe us, bro. I don't. Especially in a situation where we weren't wrong. Cam Newton, completely wrong. And he didn't even come out and, and, and try and hoe us. That nigga had smut to throw on Matt Rule's name as an individual. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, God bless her soul, nigga should have showed up to his mama funeral. So, uh, as far as him throwing smut on the organization's name, I understand. Uh, who else? Steve Smith, nigga gave his damn heart and soul to Carolina as a whole. He had the right to talk shit and say everything he said about the Carolina Panthers organization. When we're in the wrong, I'm fine with it. But when you lie and you start throwing smut on a on, on, on a team's name that was one of the only teams that was willing to give you an opportunity and, and the only team that was willing to give you the offer that we gave you, then that's when I have a problem. And you know how I get when niggas start overstepping <laughs> when it comes behind that right there. You know how I get. So, you know. Um, I mean, that's fine. You can say the shit out loud. Like, that's fine that they always have something to say, nigga. But, again, those things were warranted. D'Angelo, Cam, Steve, all of those were warranted. Matt Rule came out and said some shit, and the bitch ain't never do shit. D'Angelo got a couple thousands. Steve Smith got a couple thousands. And Matt Rule, all he has to show is 13 wins, 14 wins as a head coach. 
and I'm supposed to respect you as a man because you left and, and you were the one in the breakup that got hurt? Soft shit. If no, ma, I already said what I need to say. If I see the nigga, it's up. <laughs> it's up. Only thing that's gonna, you know, kind of t- calm me down a little bit is if the nigga is with his family. You know, he he around some niggas that I feel like <laughs> is rocking a little different. Whatever. But I see that nigga. JJ, Jeremy Joyner, nigga. Yeah, it's up. Cause you're disrespectful. And, and I got something to tell, I got something to say about it. Let's just have a conversation. Matter of fact, I take it back. I don't want to put hands and feet on them. <laughs> I just I just want to have a conversation. That's it. Now, your boy. Matter of fact, hold on. One one second. Let me make sure. Oh, by the way, just a random a random stat. To all of these dumbass Baker Mayfield fans, <laughs> you know, because this is the last time we're ever talking about this nigga. This is the last time we're ever talking about this nigga on this pod ever, and I'm so happy. But just for y'all dumbass Baker fans that always got something to say about the offensive line, listen, the Carolina Panthers offensive line has only surrendered 26 sacks this season in 12 games. Baker Mayfield started six of those 12 games, and in those six he was sacked 19 of the 26 times, 73%. So as far as the excuse of him not having an offensive line, you, you, you take whatever you want to take from that stat and you do whatever you want to do with it. But the only thing I'm wanting to tell y'all is if you go watch the film, it shows you everything you need to see. It shows you everything you need to see. Now for your boy, Dave Tepper, <laughs> Carolina Panthers owner Dave Tepper is under investigation over the government incentive, or excuse me, over government incentives he received in a failed deal to build a $500 million complex in Rock Hill featuring the team's practice facility and headquarters. No details were announced on <clears throat> December 1st other than the probe was examining the circumstances surrounding the transfer to and subsequent use of public money by Tepper and his real estate company, according to the statement from York County Sheriff Kevin Tolson and 16th, uh, 16th Circuit Solicitor Kevin Brackett. Um, York County and the city of Rock Hill gave Tepper $41 million in incentives for the project that was expected to draw 150 employees from Charlotte, as well as entertainment, lodging, housing, and a physical therapy center. The state is also finishing an Interstate 77 or 77, excuse me, uh, interchange meant for the site. Um, blah, blah, blah. York County declined to comment. Uh, of course, Dave Tepper declined to comment. Um, <clears throat> what, what, what would you like to say? Long story short, <laughs> the nigga was robbing, <laughs> scamming, and stealing money from the government. For a project that never happened and a project that had not only his name connected to it, but the Carolina Panthers and his his uh business, this whole Tepper construction or whatever the fuck, that was always shiesty to me anyway. Allegedly. Oh, excuse me. Allegedly. You're right. All, all, look, all people look, are. Batavia, you I, see what I'm saying, though? All people are innocent. This nigga. All, all people are innocent until proven guilty. 
Well, I hope they pop his ass. <laughs> I hope they pop his ass. Now, I, I really think that, that that is a fucked up situation because I think that, um, I, I think I'm speaking for all Carolina fans when I say this. Everybody was looking forward to that Rock Hill, South Carolina um, project that was that was going to launch, that was going to provide us with an actual practice facility. Um, I think it was just going to be something that fans were going to be very attracted to. And, you know, we go to the training camps and stuff. Absolutely. So it would have been nice to see all of those things inside of a new facility like that. And it was going to be one of the... Um, like one of the quote unquote like biggest practice facilities tied to a team in the NFL. And so, I mean, that would have been something like really nice to tie the Carolina Panthers to, but instead we get tied to a bullshit ass money scheme. And so, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that just shows like what type of, I mean, I guess what type of owner Dave Tepper is. And so, I mean, you know what type of person he is or what type of person he is. I mean, yeah, I No, I was about to say something that was probably gonna get us kicked off the air, but I catch your drift. Okay, cool. But yeah, so I mean <laughs> So yeah, I, I, I don't have like too much to say about it. It's just a fucked up situation that I hate that we have our name tied to and now it just seems like Dave Tepper is in a shit situation that he can't really dig himself out of being that, I mean, he's probably going to consult with his legal team. He's not like provided a comment on the situation yet. So I don't really know how it's going to go, but I mean, from on the outside looking in, it doesn't look like it's going to be good for Dave Tepper because I think I even read something about, uh, there were some people slash companies that went bankrupt providing these funds. And so now they're like that this project is not going to happen where the fuck is my money at yeah. kind of thing. And so, I mean, you know, you know how I get somebody owe you money. So it's like, for sure, same thing with him. So I, I don't know. Like this whole situation is just a, a, a bad situation to have our name tied to. I can tell you what's going to happen to him. <laughs> Not shit. This story is going to die. He going to I mean, he going to pay whatever fines. He going to pay whatever, whatever. And, you know, that's going to be the last time we hear about that situation. Yeah, I mean, you know why. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, but, I mean, that's just how it go. It's a good old yeah. boys club. Like, I mean, that's a, <laughs> we know how this shit go. Good job. You tried, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, that we, we know what it is. And the thing about it is he really didn't try. Yeah. He really didn't try. I mean, he, he, he bullshitted people out of their money. And, you know. Once he got a little pushback on on the project ideas or whatever may have you, he folded. He folded, and then the niggas from Rock Hill said, "Okay, cool. We don't want no losing ass, <laughs> no losing ass culture in our city, no goddamn way." Yeah, and that's what it was. But I mean, this whole scheming and scamming. Damn, Dave, you down on your dick, bit, bro. I mean, you see how quick the Brett Favre situation died down. Yeah, I mean, nothing came of uh, that either. I, I mean, mean, you're absolutely right. Fucking imagine what they'd do to Dave Tepper. This ain't even as big as that. So this will only be talked about in our our fandom and our organization, but yeah. it won't go any further. And, and realistically, this only might get talked about, uh, talked about on FPFO. Yeah, honestly. Like, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Right, because it didn't, I mean, it, it didn't make news. It didn't make news. Like I said, realistically, we might be the only podcast that even touches on this situation. 
You know, so that's why when I say the outlandish and, and crazy shit that y'all think, that's what I say. We gonna talk about shit that y'all don't want to talk about or that y'all are too scared to talk about. Because for me personally, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I really don't. I'm going to just keep it 100. And, and the thing about it is, the fact of the matter is, y'all know that I don't bang with, bro. I, I, I really don't. And it's not, I mean, this just added fuel to the fire for me. But in all actuality, he's just not a good NFL owner. He doesn't care about the Carolina Panthers. He does not care about the Carolina Panthers. It's just that simple. He doesn't. And until that changes, unfortunately, we're just going to have a bullshit product. Now, if you fucking sign Steve Wilkes and do the right thing, then your product changes a little bit. <laughs> Allegedly, uh, Jim Harbaugh is on that list too. Mm, I ain't hear about that. Allegedly. <clears throat> Allegedly. What do, you, what do you think about that? Let's touch on that real quick and then we'll move on. Uh, uh, very brief. Keep Steve Wilkes. Okay. Do you care to elaborate in 30 seconds or less? Um, I'm just not very, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just like the culture that Steve Wilkes brings to Charlotte. Uh, I think the players seem to respond uh, more around him than a lot of other previous coaches, other than probably around Rivera or something like that. Yeah. But I, I just feel like the players want to play for Steve Wilkes. Um, he knows Charlotte. He's from Charlotte. Um, he's won over the fan base thus far. Um, and you really don't see teams in the league responding to their coaches the way our players have responded to Steve Wilkes. Yeah. And especially in a shit situation that they've been put in with the quarterback controversy, with the head coaching controversy with the defensive coordinator controversy, like all of those things happening. And then they still are able to come in and respond to a coach as in Steve Wilkes and still have a chance to make the playoffs. It just like leaves you wondering what, what we would look like if Steve Wilkes would have had this opportunity at the beginning of the season, zero and zero. And so it's like, why at this point, why not keep him? And you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't really sold on Steve Wilkes just because um, I didn't really know too much about him other than the research I did, being that he was uh, coaching that defense in 2015 or um, his tenure in Arizona and how <laughs> shit they looked in Arizona. So I wasn't really too high on him. But out of these past few games that I've seen, like and seeing the players respond to Steve Wilkes and how he coaches and what he demands from his players and the way he – um, talks in the press conferences and things of that sort. Um, I would rather have that than bring in. I don't have anything against Jim Harbaugh, but I just don't really know too much about him to say, oh, he should come in and take the job of Steve Wilkes. Fair. Fair. Well, I mean, what I know about Jim Harbaugh is the fact that he has he has had success on this level. Um, he did take his team to a couple NFC championships. Mm-hmm. He did go. Uh, he did win uh, at least one of those NFC championships. Like I said, this is just off the top of my head. Um, he did win one of those NFC championships. Um, you know, so he has success. He knows what it takes to to build a win- winning organization and a winning program. I mean, it's not like this would be another Matt Rule situation. Yeah, we see what Michigan looks like right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we see that Michigan is sitting right now in the college football playoffs. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he's a scrub. It's not like he's a bum. A nigga from Baylor that, you know, didn't do shit. Never be the top five, top ten ranked opponent. Nothing like that. So, I mean, you know, he he has... If Steve Wilkes does not get the job, I'm not mad if Jim Harbaugh gets it. But again, this is all speculation. You know what I'm saying? There's no... There hasn't been an official report that Jim Harbaugh is on the short list of candidates or whatever may have you that the Carolina Panthers are thinking about. Allegedly... They've had conversations, or his name has come up in conversations. But, I mean, if we don't sign Steve Wilkes, then, you know, I'm not completely mad at, at, at Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Um, I think I'll say the same thing that I've been saying for the past five weeks now. I think Steve Wilkes deserves a fair shot. I think Steve Wilkes deserves at least a year, mm-hmm. at you know, at the very minimum. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see because... I mean, what happened last night kind of kind of fucked us over a little bit. Yeah, it did for sure. It kind of fucked us over like uh, a little <clears throat> bit last night. What was the final? Um, sixteen, uh, 15, 16? 17, 16. 17-16 final score in Tampa Bay last night. Mm. Um, I mean, damn, we just asked the Saints for one thing, bro. One thing. That's the only thing we want. And they had a fucking game. I mean, uh, they had control of the game, the whole game. Up 16-3 with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. And, yes, I understand that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Whatever. (laughs) I mean, Dennis Allen just got his fuck. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jesus. The last two drives that Tampa Bay had. The New Orleans Saints look like a fucking high school team defensively. Just embarrassing. Which in turn took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to six and six. Um, it's an uphill battle. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna need help. They do face the uh San Francisco 49ers next week. Now and then the Bengals and then the Bengals. But the thing about that 49ers matchup is yeah, they they look good against Miami. But they don't have Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, it's just that simple. And, and I don't know if Bryce Purdy, whatever his name is, I don't know if he can beat Tom Brady, bro. I don't know. I know the weapons that they have. I know that they have Christian McCaffrey, who we know and love also well. I know that they have Debo, a demon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know they got Fred and those guys defensively, but I don't know if they if they can if Bryce can beat Brady, because. I got to put my money somewhere. I got to go Tampa Bay because I don't think he got enough. I don't think he has enough, bro. You're going to be starstruck just yeah. from standing on the same field as this nigga. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like you got to take into consideration um, how the Bucks have looked this season. Like, they haven't looked good this season. I mean, they no. haven't at all. So, I mean, I feel like. The 49ers definitely have a chance, even though they have him as quarterback, like with the weapons around him, they definitely have a chance. Um, and like other than a few games, Tom Brady has looked a shell of himself. And that's true. And so I mean, like, yeah, I, I would give them a chance. Um, I would say that, and you know, I, I'm not really the one to say, oh, we got a chance to make the playoffs, even though we do have a chance, but really being on that side that like we're necessarily gonna make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think if there was any other situation to be in with the Saints 
completely fucking over the job they did last night. If there was any other situation to be in, I would want to be in a situation where the Bucks have to go and face uh, the 49ers and they have to go and uh, face the Bengals. And sure. we've seen how Joe Burrow has been playing. He has Jamar Chase back. They just beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And so I would rather be in that situation than any other situation because I definitely think that the 49ers and the Bengals have very good chances of beating uh, the Buccaneers. Okay. And so... <clears throat> Which you're saying, and then you're saying that's going to take them to six and eight. Yeah, and we just have to get the fucking job done from there on out. Like I mean, we, yeah, that's ultimately like I, you know, I've been seeing all of these, you know, possibilities and, and scenarios and things of that nature. Ultimately, if you're the Carolina Panthers, you just have to come out and and go one and zero every single week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's no there's no other discussion. Like we saw what De- uh, what Detroit just did this past week. We understand that Detroit. Though their record says otherwise, Detroit is a solid football team, yep. a very, very, very well coached football team. Yep. Um, they have dogs, they have demons, um, and then not to overlook the twelfth man and the Seattle Seahawks, who we have to face next week. Yeah. So it's going to be tough, bro, because you have to, you know, you go face those teams. Then to close off your season, to end your season, you have to face uh, face the Saints and the Buccaneers. So it's not going to be easy. Um, I do think that if the Buccaneers don't drop both of those games, I do think they drop at least one. I don't think they go 2-0. and Yeah. I will say that. I don't know if the Buc- uh, the 49ers game is the one that they'll lose, but I don't believe that they'll go 2-0. and So I do think that we will get a little bit of help. But like you said, we just have to come out and get our job done. We have to do what, you know, take care of the business that's, that's in front of us. Yeah, and the player and the players are aware of that I'm sure. So, I mean, I think they'll be playing with a little chip on their shoulder as well. Um, I think Steve Wilkes will have them ready to play. I mean, it's just up to them. They just have to get the fucking job done each and every week. They have to get the job done from here on out. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. Um, we'll take a look real quick at what the current standings are. Um. I believe we're still at the bottom, if I'm not mistaken, of the South. Or we're actually third now because the Saints did drop their ninth <clears throat> game last night as we were just speaking on against the Buccaneers. Um, so we're currently sitting at number three. The Atlanta Falcons sit at five and eight. We sit at four and eight. And then the Buccaneers sit at six and six with the Saints um, sitting at the bottom at four and nine. So... Uh, there's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. But, again, like you just touched on, I think still Steve Wilkes will have his guys ready. This, this, you know, we, we talked about how we have the third easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. Um, but, but to me, this is not, not going to be an easy stretch. This is not going to be an easy stretch. You, you have to play Seattle. Then you go see Pittsburgh. Then you go see Detroit. Then you close off with New Orleans and Tampa Bay. This is not going to be an easy stretch. Do I think this team can do it? And do I think we have the personnel to do it? Yes, I absolutely do. Um, but it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Um, in all actuality, I think if you lose one of these games. I think that if you don't go undefeated for the rest of the season, I think you're clipped. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, honestly, because, like we said, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers already have a two-game advantage. Yeah. 
though, you know, I don't even know if we have the, I don't even know if we would have the tiebreaker right now because, well, yes, we would have the tiebreaker because we beat the Buccaneers head to head. And, you know, if we, if the season ended right now or, if, you know, hypothetically we had the same record, it would go to the head to head matchup because they're three and one in the division. We're three and one in the division. And then we will have the same record overall, whatever may have you, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, for the Buccaneers, they have the 49ers, the Bengals, the Cardinals, us, and the Falcons. Um, so I think there's a there's definitely a possibility that they drop at least one or two of those games, one or two of their last five. Um, but if we just come out and win, you know, that's going to be, that's damn near going to be enough. That's, yeah. that's all you have to do. Just come out and win. Go 1-0 each week. Yeah. And it starts this week with Seattle. Um, Gino just put on a fucking show. What he he, he had what three sixty five and three touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. I mean, it it's gonna be tough because Gino Gino has been playing good football now throughout the middle of the season. He's looked extremely inconsistent. Yeah, three sixty seven, three touchdowns. Yeah, seventy one completion percentage. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah. God level stats. Now the only thing that I want to kind of highlight is the fact that they may not have Kenneth Walker. Yeah. And if that's the case, then I then I like our chances a little bit better because if Geno beats me with all due respect, I'll take that loss. <laughs> you know, and again, that's with all due respect to to Geno Smith and to, you know, the talent that he is in the in the in the um the way that he's been playing this year. But if Geno Smith beats me, I'm A-OK with that. Yeah, I agree. I am A-OK with that. Um, but, yeah, so, again, we do have Seattle this week. Um, it's going to be tough. If you would like to, you can give a score prediction or what you think may occur in this game or what you're looking forward to seeing or, or whatever. What, what would you like to say in regards to that matchup? Um, being that we have to win this game, I'm going to have us win in 24-17. Okay, I'm not mad at that. Um, I think the thing that I'm probably most intrigued about and, and interested in seeing is that matchup between J.C. Horn and D.K. Metcalf. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think a <laughs> lot of fans have been talking about that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm interested to see how that's going to go because D.K. is a specimen and, and, and J.C. is an extremely solid cornerback. Yeah. So that's going to be intriguing for me personally. Um, I'm not sure how the game is going to go. I pray to God that we can win. But I also know that the Carolina Panthers this season have not won a road game, nor have they won back-to-back games the whole season. Yeah. I, I, I have a um, stat completely unre- unrelated to all of that. Um, just to put this out there, the Carolina Panthers pay Baker Mayfield, Christian McCaffrey, and Robbie Anderson a combined $23.7 million cash this season. There's Brian Burns' contract. <laughs> I, I'm just throwing that out there, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh. Thank you, Dave. You're doing great. That's your boy. Keep up the work. That's your boy. That's your boy. <laughs> That's your bestie, nigga. And y'all love him for whatever the fuck reason, but. That's really pretty much all I have. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Uh. We'll be back next week again, a, a kind of uh, 
short episode, I guess you could say. I didn't even fucking really want to record today, but we, we had to. I know you were feeling the same way. We kind of both yeah. were like, ah, uh, we really want to take a break. But then Rod made us feel terrible last week, uh, you know, and then and then Baker Mayfield got cut and then signed with the L.A. Rams. So it was just like, damn, I mean. We can't let this whole week go by. Yeah. You know, and then have a four hour fucking pod next week. So yeah, gotta say kinda, something. Yeah, exactly. This kind of this kind of uh makes our job, I guess, a little bit easier next week. And we can just kind of come in and talk about the game and hopefully there's no, you know, other drastic fucking <laughs> change of events on our team besides maybe Signing the guy himself, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? That's just the delusional fan side of me. But I don't really have nothing else to say, really. I appreciate y'all being here. Again, if you haven't already, hit that like button, comment, subscribe, run that shit up. Tell a friend to tell a friend. FPFO is the way, the place to be. Damn, I fucked it up. I can't even, I can't even get my shit off. Bro. Go ahead and close this out. Too. Yeah, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Hey, and like JJ said, we like when y'all comment. Like, we like arguing with y'all and For talking sure. our shit. So, continue to comment. Continue to, you know, to bash us, talk shit. I mean, because we're we going to come back at you. But the thing is, we come back with facts. So, I mean. Oh, God. So, yeah. Like, subscribe, run it up. Um, and a lot of y'all hating ass niggas been doing a lot of chatting. <laughs> a lot of chatting on TikTok, too. A lot. I be seeing that shit. I, a lot of y'all niggas got a lot to say. And a lot of niggas had a lot to say about my nigga Terrence and what he said about Amari Cooper and DJ too. <laughs> and I don't understand why. Cause when a nigga came in my DMs talking crazy, tuh, all I'ma say is the nigga had a point. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> my boy had a point. That's all I'ma say. My, I'ma tell you exactly how this conversation went, and this is how we gonna wrap up. The nigga said. Come on, JJ. Four factors for making a good wide receiver. Great hands, route running, speed, and vertical. And I said simply, I beg to differ. Nigga, the combine numbers, okay? This is DJ, a 442, a bench press 15, 39 and a half vertical. We'll just leave it at that. Um, bro, Amari. A four four two, so they the same fucking speed. Cause I know how you feel too, nigga. So I'm talking to you right now. They the same speed, four four two. DJ jumps higher than the nigga, cause Amari only had a thirty three jump uh, inch vertical. Amari didn't even bench press, and I mean, cool. And you I say said, bitch. Exactly. And I said, I said simply, it's almost dead even. They're the same speed. DJ jumps higher. Amari runs better routes. So what it comes down to is hands. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a subjective stat, I guess. You go look at the film and tell me what you see. We out this bitch. Nigga <laughs> 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 really thought I was crazy though. God.